Maggie got out her notebook and pen and slapped them down on the table. She pretended to mull. Redheads. Redheads. Did I overlook a fondness for redheads when I was reading the clips on you? Let me see. Linda Lessing is a brunette. Linda Lessing was the star of On the Make, and according to the columns, a rather close friend of the director's. Mickey Brooks is a blonde, naming a California pop star who had hit the top of the charts with a torch song called George's House. So is Elizabeth Barry. Elizabeth was a freelance writer whom Maggie knew slightly. She had written a graphic magazine article about her affair with George. Maggie shook her head as if in sorrow. No known preference for redheads, definitely not. Maybe it's time I expanded my tastes, George McDonough said. His pale eyes looked amused. Maybe it's time you got some taste, period, Maggie returned sweetly. Oh, George, Harriet tisk-tisked. She has you cold. No, grinning. She has me hot. Too much, Harriet cried all but toppling onto the table with mirth. Maggie, did you ever meet such a naughty man? Never, Maggie declared gravely. And I'm just sorry I'm not on assignment for one of the scandal sheets. I'm afraid the readers of Limelight don't give a damn about George McDonough's sex life. What they want to know is this. Why did the most talented director in America turn his back on his gifts and go Hollywood? Your God used to be creativity. Is it money now? Why are you playing the bi-coastal buffoon, chatting it up on talk shows and planting items in the gossip columns instead of hiding away in the woods the way you used to and working on a new script? She opened her notebook. She looked at George and noted with satisfaction that the grin had finally disappeared. She aimed her final punch. I get the terrible feeling you've decided to throw all your creative energies into inventing yourself, selling yourself, Granted, George McDonough is interesting, but is he art?